we get caught up in the numbers so much. I recently talked about all the various incomes and expenses and what this and that means and how you get the cash flow. I want to just make a quick note that when I'm doing analysis for a client, yeah, we show them the, the pictures of the buildings and here's the spreadsheets and these line items are vetted down to the dollar when it's able to be done. And when it has to be estimated, it's always estimated high rather than low. But here's what happens. We end up with an NOI that reflects about a 40% vacancy and operating expense on brand new property, which leaves an NOI reflecting, therefore, about 60% of the gross scheduled income for the year. And that's all well and good. Murphy knows where we live. You will get visited sooner or later by him, and you'll have your turn in his barrel. So just take that gross scheduled income, cast the spreadsheet aside, divide that GSI by two, and just say, that's the NOI. Now, that's going to be a lower figure than the real spreadsheet set. If, it, if your NOI is lower than the Murphy NOI, that Murph, what I call the Murphy spreadsheet, where you just divided the gross scheduled income by two, something went horribly wrong. On the other hand, if it actually adheres to the spreadsheet that you vetted, you're not unhappy. You made more money. So that's all I'm saying. As an aside, if you still have decent cash flow using Murphy's spreadsheet, smile. You should be happy. Now, macro analysis is doing the cash flow analysis. You're finding out how does this property perform. You're doing all of it. You're doing it for maybe five years. Some people want to do it 10 or more. You're finding out what the expenses are. Did you buy an older property so you're going to impute more expenses? Is it a younger property? Is it a higher or a lower vacancy rate location, relatively speaking? What kind of property is it? Is it office, retail? I do residential income. I prefer that. That will affect the microanalysis. Okay, the microanalysis then expands to the local market. And you want to talk about that. But then I make it a macro. I don't just look at the local market. That's easy. If I'm in San Diego, my, my local market is first the county and then the state of California. And I say, well, we have an opportunity cost and we have a choice. I can invest in Texas or Idaho or I can go to Tennessee or one of the Carolinas, whatever floats your boat. Or I can stay in California and keep local because, you know, it's always best to be able to drive by. Blah. Here's the thing. The macro analysis tells you if you even want to mess with the micro. Here's why. You go to California, that's the best example of a crummy place for your investment capital. They tax everything to death, sometimes more than once. They regulate it within an inch of its life. You almost can't breathe in business here. Businesses are fleeing California. The high, 
highly educated and the, and the big earners are fleeing California. Why? Because of high taxation, high regulation, you can't breathe. If you look at the rent price ratios, and let's get it right down to the two to four unit level, a mile, three miles from my own office in La Mesa, California, which is about 20 minutes due east of the gas lamp downtown San Diego, you will pay over $400,000 for a half century old, completely functionally obsolescent duplex with a floor plan that even grandma would laugh at. The income would be 30 to 32,000 gross scheduled income, and yet you're paying four, 450. That same duplex in Boise or Texas or other places is going to cost you 250, 300, throw out the low, throw out the high. The income for the year gross scheduled is going to be the same. And it's going to be new to 10 years old. It's not going to be a couple of two bedrooms. It's going to be three bedrooms, two baths. And most of the time, all the time in Texas with my people, two two-car attached garages. Now compare those two. Then look at the region of Texas or Boise. They don't tax everything in sight. They welcome businesses. People and commerce flow into those states as opposed to out of those states. They are destination states. People don't flee them. That's where you want to be. So yes, I want to do the microanalysis in states where people are going to. And I don't want to do the microanalysis where people are leaving in droves like California. So do the macroanalysis first, which is counterintuitive to most people. Find out how the state government views investors. Are they investor friendly? Are they business friendly? Do they even have a state income tax? If they do, how does it compare to your state? In my state, you don't even make it up to the median United States household income before you're paying 9.3%. Well, in Texas, you don't pay income tax. So we don't have to do that. You just pay federal. Texas welcomes businesses. That's why Apple went to Austin and brought along over 3,000 jobs with it. So macro first and be very diligent. Do your homework. Understand the demographics. Understand that a place like Austin's median age is almost old enough to ride their own bike. They're so young. And then you go to other places, uh, very, very highly established places where the age is much, much older than that. That has an impact. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not so good. In some cities, it's good to have older people. What's your demographic for the tenant that you want based on your location? So do the macro analysis first, and you'll save yourself a lot of time because if you don't like the results of that macro, you don't have to do the micro.